Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. <laughs> this is that spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. Pastor Bob, you're tuning in to the Tell It Like It Is show. Glad to have you with us tonight. And we are broadcasting this July 21st, 2019. Good to have the Millers and Gulva listening. 
Brother Griffith is listening. We've got uh, out in Montana, we've got Stormy listening tonight, and uh, uh, the Sharts are listening tonight. Good to have them with us. If you want to be part of this broadcast, you can text me, 701-290-7862. 701-290-7862. We are uh, waiting Abe to come in the studio and run these controls. He'll be in here in a little bit. He just ran a little late, so I'll have a helper tonight. And so my engineer will be in. Good to have have Abe in with us. If you're just tuning in for the very first time, Pastor Bob pastors the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. The address is 501 Elks Drive. It's right on Interstate 94. It faces Interstate 94. Big old sign. You can't miss it. And we've got... Very excited to have the uh, new church building that we've had for about a year and a half now. Just very excited. We loved our old building. It served us well, but it was so full we couldn't, we just couldn't um, um, continue there. So we had to find something else. This building was so much above and beyond what we even dreamt for. Uh, it'll it'll seat 500 people. It's just a um, wonderful church building. And that address is 501 Elks Drive. The next service will be Wednesday night at 7.30, and we do have an evangelist with us for that service. His name is Coomer, his last name, C-O-O-M-E-R, from Kentucky. Also, we have an outreach service in Beach, North Dakota, at the Beach Community Center. That starts at 7.30 on Tuesday nights. And then we have an outreach church service on Thursday nights in Bowman, North Dakota, and that's right on Main Street, and that's called the Cornerstone Apostolic Church. I believe it's called, I should know that name. Seth always tells me. One of the ladies from that church is listening. Yvonne is listening. And she, uh, I was down there Thursday night, Yvonne, and I didn't see you, but I heard you were in Fargo. Um, so that's why you weren't there. We've got, um, we've got, uh, Lane and Tristan listening on their way, way home. Brother Greg from Kentucky is listening tonight. And so just several te- people texting me, 701-290-7862. Or if you're out of the country, you can email me, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. And uh, we're going to um, – the Lees are listening. No, they just texted me. Lees are tuned in and listening. Are they? I wonder if they're back home or if they're still in South Dakota. The um, Well, I, I'll find that out, I bet. You know, um, we've been doing a uh, this radio broadcast for a long time, and we uh, we really enjoy it, really love it. Um, we're hoping that we're reaching our community. This we're I know we're on nationwide, even worldwide. I guess if you know how to find us, but really our target audience is right here in in Southwest North Dakota. That's why we went on the air just about twenty years ago, and um, and that's why we're still on the air now because we. We uh, are trying to reach this country, this area. And so uh, we, we just want, you know, but you that are listening on Holy Ghost Radio, we're glad you're with us, and hopefully you can glean something from this this broadcast. We've got the Oakley family from North uh, Carolina, first-time texter. Nice. And uh, the, uh, Doug Fuller is texting me tonight. Uh Brother Dale Jones is texting me. We've got Tracy, Bobby, Danny, Barbie listening in Minneapolis tonight. 
So just a lot of people. Thank you so much. Keep these coming. 701-290-7862. Okay, that was kind of my long introduction. We've got uh, Abe just walking in the studio here. He's going to be kind of taking over these controls. And so right after this quick song, we're going to come right back. That was by Phillips, Craig, and Dean, but, you know, I don't know. It didn't sound like them. Turn me up just a little bit on mine. There you go. I'm going to get right into the scripture. You're listening to the Tell Like It Is show. Pastor Bob, text me 701-290-7862. Abe's running the controls. 
A girl named Sierra texted him. I know he's interested, or texted me and said she's listening, and I know that makes him happy. Psalm 25, 4 and 5. David said, Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth, and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Notice David said, Show me thy ways. He wasn't interested in his ways. His own ways. He was looking for God's ways. Psalm 27, 4 and 5, Psalm of David. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. We will find as we go through this that David was a man that inquired of the Lord. The phrase inquire of the Lord or inquired of the Lord is found many, many times in the scriptures. Um, And so my question tonight in this broadcast is, are you ready for God's input in your life? The king that was the king before King David was a man named King Saul. Saul's life was the opposite of David. Saul really never inquired of the Lord. Well, I shouldn't say that. He did right away when he was trying to find some lost donkeys. And just as he was going to die, it says that he inquired of the Lord, but the Lord wouldn't listen to him at that time. Saul, David was a, Saul and David were both very imperfect men. But the difference between Saul and David was David inquired of the Lord. And so my question again tonight is, are you ready for God's input in your life? Are you ready for this? You know, this, this, um, because King Saul didn't care. He didn't want God's input in his life. He really didn't. And that's why even in 1 Samuel 28 and 5 through 7, it says, when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid. His heart greatly trembled. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not, neither by dreams, by Urim, nor by prophets. Why didn't the Lord answer Saul? Because, number one, he probably really didn't want God's input. He was just scared. Number two, the prophets might have been afraid to tell him what God was going to say. And number three, he wouldn't seek for God with his own heart. And number four, he always did what he wanted to anyway, no matter what God said. Saul should have found a place of repentance. He wasn't even in a spot where he should have inquired of the Lord for anything. We see later that that um, Saul uh, in in First Samuel twenty eight seven, Saul sought for a woman, a witch, that he could ask her and inquire of her. And they found a witch, a woman that lived at a place called Endor. And here Saul was inquiring of a witch, rather than inquiring of God. And that's why we read in 1 Chronicles 10, 13, and 14, So Saul died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not, and also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit to inquire of it, and inquired not of the Lord. So many people go through life blindly. They don't really inquire of the Lord. They don't want to know what the Lord has to say. I spoke about it in church today that there's power in the Word of God. There's power in the, the written Word of God. There's power in the spoken Word of God. And how important it is that we listen to that and listen for that. 
We need to hear and believe the word of God. That's what I spoke about in our church service today and up at the jail also. But tonight, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little more detailed, just a little more specific. Because I want to talk about how God wants us to inquire of him. God wants us to ask him what we should do. Um, you know, people going through life, as I said, blindly, not seeking God's counsel, are going to end up in shipwreck. So we're going to talk about this program. We're going to talk about this tonight. In our next segment, we're going to talk about how do we inquire of the Lord? How, how do we inquire of the Lord? Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. His people rejoice, all his people rejoice. When the king reigns, his people rejoice, all his people rejoice. When the king is reigning in your heart, his people rejoice. And they all break forth with joy and gladness at the sounding of his voice. So let him reign. sun shines, his people rejoice, all his people rejoice. When the sun is shining in your heart, his people rejoice. And they all break forth with joy and gladness at the sounding of his voice. So let him shine, shine, shine. Rejoice, all his people rejoice. 
when the sun shines, his people rejoice. All his people rejoice. When the sun is shining in your heart, his people rejoice. And they all break forth with joy and gladness at the sounding of his voice. Let him rain, let him shine. was Lance, an old Lance Appleton song, Rain and Shine. I like that song. I like playing it on my guitar. You're listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Uh, there, There is a prayer request for the Oakley family in North Carolina. Lord Jesus, I don't know what this need is, but I ask you to touch them, touch this family, we pray in Jesus' name. Also, uh, Justin texted me and is listening tonight. I don't know if he's out in a tractor or where he's at, but he's listening tonight. I ended, before we played that song, we're talking about inquiring of the Lord or getting ready for God's input in our life, how pleased God is that we want to know what he wants to do for us. How do we inquire of the Lord? Number one, the word of God. The Bible said it's a light unto our path, it's a lamp unto our feet. And so the word of God is, number one, how we inquire of the Lord. Uh, Psalm 119.9, my pastor used to quote, Pastor Walters used to quote this a lot, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. Uh, So we have inquire of the Lord through the word of God. We look in the Bible to find out what we need to do next. Uh, Number two, godly counsel. Godly counsel is a way that we inquire of the Lord. Sometimes we're too close to the situation. We can't see the forest because of the trees. And it's because of that we need godly counsel in our life. Um, very often it could be our pastor is that godly counsel. It's a big responsibility, big responsibility to me when people come up to me and say, what should I do, pastor? Because many times these people, as I, I pastor some great people, um, but many times these people are looking for direction from God and they can't, see what they need to do. And because of that, when they ask me, it does put a lot of pressure on a pastor. Now, I realize many people just do what they want to do anyway, but there are people that will actually listen to their pastor, and those people um, cause pastors to have sleepless nights because we just want to make sure we tell them the right thing. Number three, we inquire of the Lord through prayer. You know, have you prayed about it? And I, I put I put in these in this order because it's important, because you can pray about something and, and hear a voice that tells you to do whatever you want to do anyway. And you use prayer as an excuse instead of really seeking God in prayer. But the Word of God, godly counsel, prayer, these are the ways today that we inquire of the Lord. Now, I know you can lay out a fleece for God and different things like that also. And I would say that would be last out of all of them. But there are hindrances to hearing an answer from God when we inquire of the Lord. Uh, number one, the, I guess the one is not even a hindrance. People just won't inquire of the Lord. 
um, you know, this is this is why this um, this radio show is is kind of um, oh, I don't know, just kind of interesting to me. You know, there are most of us don't take advice well unless we ask for it. Advice not asked for is not received well. We get really defensive when people make it their business to tell us what we should do. And I think God understands that. And that's why many times God is waiting for us to find out what he wants us to do. God is patiently waiting for us to ask him, what is my next step? What do you want me to do? And so this is important. It really is. Outside of preaching, I don't, or even doing this radio show, I try not to give a lot of advice that's not asked for. I try not to give a lot of counsel that's not asked for. Many times people will come up to me and just announce what they're going to do. They just say, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Um, you know, they, they just announce their moving or they just announce their um, whatever, whatever it is. And those people I don't give much counsel to because they're not asking for counsel. Hopefully they're asking God for counsel. But I've seen many people without getting counsel for important decisions in their life make terrible decisions. That's why it's so important that we inquire of the Lord. That's so important. And so, number one, we've got to inquire of the Lord before uh, many times he'll get into our business. Now, if you've got somebody praying for you, the Lord may get into your business anyway. But it's still the very best way for you to come to the Lord and say, just like David, you know, uh, one thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. In my, my earlier text where David said, Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. Then he goes on to say, I wait on thee all the day long. Like David was asking these questions, and then he was waiting for God to answer. Do you see what's going on here? This is, this is how important it is to have the right mindset to inquire of the Lord. Now, one of the other reasons people have hindrances to hearing an answer from the Lord is they don't like the obvious answer. Like they may inquire of the Lord, but they don't really want to hear the answer. Uh, and here again, many times people have already got their minds made up what they think God wants them to do, so they're just going to go ahead and do it anyway, and they're going to look for people to kind of pat them on the back. Uh, sometimes it's because the answer's too simple. It's too obvious. That's too simple. It can't be right. Um, you know, there was a, a man I was teaching a Bible study to, uh, just a real nice young man. I really liked him. He had two long ponytails that came down his back. And he told me, he said, uh, he said, there's no Bible that says I can't have long hair. And I said, well, yes, there is. And I, I took him to the scripture where it says it's a shame for a man to have long hair. And he looked at me and smiled and he said, I'm going to try to find a way around this. Well, see, if you're asking for, if you're asking, if you're inquiring of the Lord for something, don't try to get around it. It just simply says, it simply says it's a shame 
for a man to have long hair. That's what it says. And so um, that's why men should wear their hair short. You know, that's it's obvious. It's like there's it's a New Testament scripture. And and there's many scriptures like that. There's a scripture that says that even now doth baptism save us. It says that back in the Old Testament there were eight saved by water, and even now does baptism save us. That's a New Testament scripture that's not veiled or or um, hard to understand. But you see, sometimes people don't like the obvious answer. I was in an uh, uh, open discussion Bible class, and an older man one time was arguing with me in the class. And he said, he said, salvation or baptism does not save us, is what he said. And I took him to that scripture. Was it in Second Peter? Where is that scripture at? Um, I took him to that scripture, and he said, I said, well, read it. And he wouldn't read it. He didn't, he would not read the scripture that says, even now doth baptism save us. So hindrances to hearing the answer when we inquire of the Lord. Number one, we don't inquire of the Lord. Number two, um, we don't like the obvious answer. Or number three, we get angry at God's counselor. In, in second, or first Kings 22 and five, uh, Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, Ahab, he said, I pray thee at the word of the, he said, I inquire. He said, I pray thee at the word of the Lord today. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about 400 men, and said unto them, Shall I go up against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides that we might inquire of him? And the king of Israel, who was Ahab, said unto Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man, Micaiah, the son of Imlah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him. For he doth not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. What Ahab was telling Jehoshaphat, Yeah, there's a prophet here. You know, there there is a prophet here of Yahweh. But I don't want to hear from him because he doesn't tell me what I want to hear. And I hate him. You know, um, there there is a... Uh, this is so interesting to me, but but people, listen, you when you inquire of the Lord, don't just find four hundred yes men to tell you what you want to hear. That's what that's what Ahab was doing. Jehoshaphat could tell that these were not prophets of Yahweh, and he said, "Isn't there another prophet here?" And, and Ahab said, "There is, but he always says bad things about me, and I hate him." Well, guess why this prophet Micaiah was saying bad things about Ahab? Because Ahab was doing bad things. That's why he said it. So don't stop your ears to the prophet. Sometimes people, nowadays there's, in the New Testament, there was a group of people, there was a guy named Stephen preaching in Acts chapter 7. And they got so mad, they stopped their ears. These were adults. They plugged their ears. They took Stephen outside town and killed him. Well, nowadays we've got new ways of stopping our ears. You can just turn off the radio. You can quit coming to church, or maybe just showing up at one time or another. That's the way you can stop your ears. You see, are you interested in knowing God's ways? Because if you are, uh, he'll show you. He really will. But he's waiting for you to ask, and he's waiting for you to ask sincerely. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show. 
And Abe is playing the music tonight. Text me 701-290-7862. In the days of your youth Serve Him now Don't wait till later on Remember the one Who gave His life for you Give Him your youth before it's gone Give him your youth before it's gone Brother, you're a good man With your best years yet to spend Sister, your love is pure and true Don't throw it away Don't you waste it all in sin That would be the worst thing you could do That would be the worst thing you could do Youth is restless, hard to hold Youth does not like to be told Wasted youth Will steal away and leave a debt. Old age must pay. Youth is fragile, youth is strong, and growing up can seem so long. But wasted years. They take their toll on your body and on your soul. So remember your Creator in the days of your youth. Serve Him now, don't wait till later on. Remember the one. Who gave his life for you Give him your youth before it's gone Give him your youth before it's gone Before it's gone Before it's gone Before it's gone it's gone before it's gone give him the best before it's gone 
Babes on a Roll playing old Lance Appleton music tonight. But I like that song. I sing that song, too. In fact, a lot of those old Lance Appleton songs are in my, my the chords and words and everything are in my memory. We're talking about how important it is to inquire of the Lord. And I've got... Um, I've got um, people texting me, and I appreciate that so much. The um, there is uh, we need to seek counsel. We need to inquire of the Lord, like I said, through the Word of God, God, the counsel, prayer. The number one reason that people won't inquire of the Lord, I believe. Well, maybe ignorance, but number one, maybe tied with that, is just pride. Don't tell me I already know what I'm doing. That's the number one reason people won't inquire of the Lord. Proverbs twelve fifteen says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Proverbs six twenty six and 12 says, Seest thou a man wise in his own conceit, there is more hope of a fool than of him. And so pride is definitely one of the reasons people will not inquire of the Lord. And they end up getting themselves into all kinds of trouble and and hopefully will recover. Because if you don't recover, you could be lost and that's forever. So important. I'm going to ask this question again that I started the program out with. Are you ready for God's input in your life? Or do you want to just keep shooting in the dark and trying to figure it out on your own? Because I hope that you're ready. I'm ready. I want God's input in my life. I have things that I need to know. I've got somebody texting me, uh, Jonah 2 and 8. Look that up for me, Abe. Jonah 2 8. Just curious what it says. The... Um, one of the other reasons people don't inquire of the Lord or they don't hear when they inquire of the Lord is they've lost faith that God has a plan for them. That's why many people begin to seek other counsel because they think God is silent. He's not silent. We just need to keep listening. This this um, topic tonight is is uh, very dear to me. And I, I uh, like I say, there are, things in my life that I'm inquiring of the Lord about that are very, very important. And I hope there are things in your life that you're inquiring of the Lord. There are many times I don't know what to do. I don't know the answer. It's not clear to me. It's not clear in Scripture to me. It's it's not clear in prayer to me. But I'm just saying, God, show me what you want me to do. And as a pastor, there are people counting on me. And it, it, it's, it's something that I don't take lightly. I want people to do the right thing, and they're looking for me to, to help them. But many people lose faith that God has a plan for their life. So, so these are all reasons. I, I think I mentioned four of them. Reasons why, the, um, why people won't inquire of the Lord. The... Um, um, you know, this this uh, this concept tonight that we're talking about, you'll find all through the Scripture, people that inquired of the Lord, people that didn't inquire of the Lord. But we've got to find out what God's ways are. And we need to make sure we're walking in His ways and not our ways. We've got to find them out. 
Uh, James 1 and 8 says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, his own ways. You won't be unstable if you walk in God's ways. I told the guys at the jail today, you can be as dumb as a box of rocks and live a really wise life if you just listen to God and you do what he says. In fact, wisdom doesn't have anything to do with IQ or any of those things. Wisdom has to do with listening to God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You know, this... um, this uh, uh, is so important that we, I, I know I'm saying so important a lot tonight, but it really is that we learn to walk in God's ways. Uh, Psalm 128 and 1 says, Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord that walketh in his ways. I love this verse in Deuter- these two verses in Deuteronomy 10, 12, and 13. And now, O Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command thee this day for thy good. So we need to walk, a commandment of God is that we need to walk in his ways. We have to inquire of the Lord, what are his ways? You know, um, Later on, a chapter later in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy eleven twenty two and twenty three, it says, "For if you diligently keep all these commandments which I command you to do them, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all His ways, and to cleave unto Him, then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you, that you shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves." So, this broadcast tonight is just simply talking about inquiring of God, what would you want me to do? Show me what you want me to do. You know, this, um, uh, there was a boy that, that came, a young man that came to our church many, many years ago. It was in our old church building, and this was many years ago. My children were just children at that time. And he came to our church, and uh, he had a different church background in Florida, and he... Um, Felt like he was already saved and he didn't need to anything else. He had, had come to a realization of sin and had come to a place of repentance. And we started a Bible study with him. And in the Bible study, we got to the lesson on baptism. And he looked at me and said this. He said, so I need to be baptized in Jesus' name. And I said, yes, you do. He said, well, this is like going to college. He said, it's kind of like Algebra 101 is what I've got, and this is the next step I need to take, Algebra 102. I said, that's exactly right. It really is. This, this is, um, you know, this, this is exactly, if you want God to show you how to be saved, He will. And He could use this program to do it. You know, there is, there is, um, there are people including myself, that seemed to have blindly wandered into a Pentecostal church and heard this Acts 2.38 message. But I'm telling you that I, when I blindly walked into that Pentecostal church kind of that first day, and the second time I came is when I heard, really heard about baptism in Jesus' name, I was inquiring of the Lord. I wanted to know what my next step should be. And God showed me. The first step I made to God was I was sitting in my car all alone and I threw my 
drugs and my drug paraphernalia out into this river I was sitting by. I felt like God told me to do it, and I did it. The next time God told me to do something, I felt like was I was sitting in a Pentecostal church for the second time, and somebody read Acts 22.16, and, and, and uh, Ananias had told the Apostle Paul, Why tarriest thou? Arise, be baptized, washing away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. I, that scripture was read in church. A little voice in my head said, that's what you need to do, is be baptized in Jesus' name. This is uh, this is important stuff. It really is. We've got to inquire of the Lord. That's why I've got a feeling. One of the reasons, Abe, I do this radio show is because I um, I really think that there are people listening that want to know what God wants them to do. Because why would you listen to this program unless that was true? Like, unless you just hate me and you want to see what I'm going to say next so you can get really mad. Now, there might be some people like that listening. You know, we, you know, we can't stand Pastor Bob. You know, it's a love-hate thing. You can't stay away from me. But I'm going to say most people that are listening tonight, they're hungry for God. They want no, what, God, show me what your, my next step is. Maybe you've repented of your sins. Maybe you've been baptized in the name of Jesus. Maybe you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's your next step. You see, God is wanting us to walk with him one step at a time. Well, we've got Abe in the back in the studio finally to do some good announcements. Go ahead, Abe. Well, this is a tell-like-it-is radio broadcast. Um, we're from the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson, North Dakota. You can visit our church. Um, it's The address to it is 501 Elks Drive. Um, every Sunday morning we have service or Sunday school at 10 o'clock a.m. And then at 11 o'clock a.m. is our worship service. That's at the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson. Our next service will be Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m., and we'd love to have you join us for that. Also, if you're from the beach area, there's a an apostolic church, a daughter work out of our church at the Beach Community Center, and they hold service every Tuesday night at 7.30 there in Beach. And then also in Bowman, there's another daughter work. Um, every There's a service every Thursday night in Bowman, at the Cornerstone Apostolic Church there, and the address to that church is 18 North Main in Bowman, North Dakota, uh, every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Also, if you're from Beulah, there's the Truth Community Church, an apostolic church. The address is 223rd Street Northwest. They have service on Sunday morning at 10.30 and on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. And... If you'd like more information on any of these um, churches or or times um, or just more about our church, you can call or text um, Pastor Simons. His cell phone number is 701-290-7862, or you can email him. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com. All right, uh, Abe, thank you so much. You know, some... Um there's a couple of people have texted me some scriptures that I, I'm not going to get to tonight, but that one that um, uh, Brother Doug Fuller texted me, um, it doesn't, it's not something I'm going to use in my broadcast, but you have no idea that that scripture is something I needed to read right now. Thank you so much. The um, 
uh, thank you, Abe, for for doing that, and and uh, good to have him in the studio. We can finally get some of these broadcast uh, podcasts uploaded because we got a bunch of them to do that I haven't. I don't really know how to do it, but I did record them. So the last four messages or three messages that Abe was gone, not this one, but the other ones, uh, we'll get those up uploaded to um, Holy Ghost Radio. That's under podcasts and Holy Ghost Radio. Uh, tonight we're talking about inquiring of the Lord, and there was a man in Acts chapter 10 whose name was Cornelius. Cornelius uh, was a man that prayed and sought after God with his whole house. He feared God. He prayed to God always, the Bible said. He was seeking God's will in his life. Cornelius uh, didn't know about Jesus. He didn't know anything about it. But because he was so sincere about seeking God's will, inquiring of the Lord, the Bible said he saw a vision, and an angel of God came to him and told Cornelius, he said, there's a man in Joppa, his name is Simon, and he's living with Simon the Tanner down there, and he, and the angel told Cornelius, uh, you need to send some people down to get him. And so he did. He sent these people down to get him, and it's quite a story, but uh, the um, this there was a, while Peter was praying, um, he, uh, he was praying and he had a vision. And when the, it was over, some people came up, they said to Peter, there's a man named Cornelius, or Cornelius the centurion, a just man, the one fears God, good report among all the nations of the Jews, was warned from God by a holy angel to send for you unto his house and to hear words of thee. And so Peter went over to Cornelius' house. And Peter began to speak to Cornelius and the crowd of people that Cornelius had gathered for Peter to speak to. And the Bible says that while Peter was speaking, people received the gift of the Holy Ghost because they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. So in, in Acts chapter 11, when Peter was retelling this story, he said, as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them as on us at the beginning. And let me just, as a little side note, you can receive the Holy Ghost just like they did at the beginning also on the day of Pentecost. But this... this um, this verse shows us how important it is for somebody to be looking for God's direction. Show me your ways, God. I want to know your ways. That's what David said. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth. Teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. You know, I, I um, there's got to be a hunger Jesus said, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. They shall be filled. If you are hungry for truth and you are asking God to show you the truth, he will. And that could be why you tuned on to this, tuned into this radio show tonight. Because you've been asking God to show you the truth. Maybe you've tried all kinds of different religions. But I'm telling you that all these different denominations... If they don't have as their premise the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is Jesus' death, burial, resurrection for our sins, 
And then the way that to get that applied to our life is found in Acts 2.38, where Peter said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the original gospel. This is the unadulterated um, first version. And it's still the one that we should use today. Don't harden your heart against God's voice in your life. And don't harden your heart against God asking God. The, um, the, the It's important that we realize this. De- Deuteronomy 30.16, it says, In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. All of these verses that I'm reading to you are talking about God's ways. Are you interested in God's ways? Are you interested in God's ways? You know, this is, um, this, this is, uh, you know, it, you know, I, I can't, I can't do this for everybody. I can't tell you what to do because you won't do what I tell you to do. But what I'm encouraging you to do is to seek God. Don't be satisfied with a religion just because your parents believed it. Don't be satisfied with a denomination just because you live close to that church. But say, God, show me your ways. Teach me your statutes. It is so crucial that we do this. I just want to emphasize it again. Uh, the scripture talks about because they receive not a love for the truth, that they would be damned or lost. You see, loving the truth means that you want to find out what it is. You know, um, uh, I, I, I deal with people all the time from different prison ministry situations and different things that really come to God and they're excited about what they know about God and the, and the brand new stuff they're learning about God. But sometimes I watch them stay there and they don't dig in to doctrine, to Bible doctrine, Bible teaching. They don't understand the necessity of believing that there's only one God and, and that, that Jesus is God in flesh. They don't understand that. They don't understand the necessity of being baptized right. And I do get frustrated. But my, my, um, as these closing few minutes of this program, my thoughts to you are, are this. Just get a hunger for truth in your life. Be like David. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that one of those things was to inquire in the house of the Lord forever. God, I want to know. I don't want to make a move unless you tell me and show me what to do. Well, I want to just invite, I know Abe was was um, inviting you to church and stuff. I want to just tell you that we do have an evangelist this week in all three of our churches, the, the uh, Beach Church on Tuesday night, the Dickinson Church on Wednesday night, the Bowman Church on Thursday night. Uh, Brother Coomer is an evangelist from Kentucky. He and his wife and their two small children will be with us in this area. 
And so we'd love to have you come out and hear them. And, uh, and I want you to, uh, uh, and I will, I, I know for sure, I should be for sure at the Tuesday night service in Beach and also the Wednesday night service in Dickinson. It's a little iffy I'm, if I'm going to be at the Bowman service, but we will have certainly the pastor there, there and, and other people will be there. There's a, they have a group coming now in Bowman and that's exciting. I'm going to pray tonight for you, Lord Jesus. I pray that you give all of us a desire, a hunger for your truth. Lord, that we would inquire of you, Lord, to know, for you to show us what to do. God, we want, we have to know, God, what you want us to do, where you want us to go, what you want us to be. Jesus, we don't want to take a step without you showing us your ways. Tonight, we just pray in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Lord willing, next 806 Mountain Time. Next Sunday night, there'll be another Tell It Like It Is radio show. Till then, good night.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.